It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Check out the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's Built Bar and the promo code Locked On. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are talking about our favorite baseball team, the Cincinnati Reds. They are favored, depending on what sports books you look at. They are favored, along with the Cardinals and Cubs, to win the NL Central. All three teams garnering around the same over-under in wins. Depending on where you look, it's either 31.5 or 32.5. Uh, I also looked at Bovada. That's 31 and a half. We're going to break down some of that fun stuff on tomorrow's episode. We'll be looking at how you might uh, spend your money if you want to throw a couple of bones on the Reds this season. Uh, But today, we're going to focus on the 60-man, or rather 57-man roster that the Reds have compiled. Yesterday was the deadline at 4 p.m. yesterday being Sunday, and the Reds came up with 57 Names and they've split them between two camps. You've got the camp at Great American Ballpark that has 35 players in it. One can surmise that those are the favorites to make the 30 man roster right out of the gate. Remember, for the first couple of weeks of this shortened season, the roster will be at 30 players. They will scale back to 28 and then scale back again to 26 toward the end of the season. But to begin the season, they'll have 30. And when you look at the 35 players that are at Great American Ballpark, really the only surprises are the fact that you don't have Derek Dietrich on that list. And that, that was something that was talked about quite a bit. But we're going to jump into all of that here in just a minute. Make sure, though, that you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. We are not that far away from the 2020 sprint of a season. 60 games we're going to have. This is going to be quite a lot of fun to watch. You're not going to miss any bit of it. Follow me on social media and follow the podcast as well because we're going to be all over it. And we're starting with the roster today because everyone said, you know, with the 57 players, there are three left. And the biggest takeaway, there there were lots of teams that actually even had less that they picked. I, I think it was the Diamondbacks, I think, only picked uh, 53 
players. Teams are leaving those spots open because it is easier to add than to subtract this year. If you knock anyone off of this 60-man roster at any point during the season, they you cannot bring them back. So you you got to know that they are not going to add anything to your team in 2020 if you're going to cut them from the 60-man roster in order to add somebody else. So that's why teams are leaving this flexibility. And the Reds left off two names, really the two names that are getting thrown around by folks on social media, being Derek Dietrich and Hunter Green. The, the rationale behind Hunter Green actually comes from a quote that Dick Williams had, and it was, it was something that he had said in response back whenever they announced that there would be a season. He had an interview with uh, a Skype, or, well, Zoom, interview with a bunch of different media outlets, and he said this when it comes to building the 60-man roster. He says, if anything, we're leaning toward putting players at that alternate site we know can come to the big leagues and help us win this year, Williams said. And that's talking about the taxi squad outside of the 30-man roster. So Williams said, and we will make sure that those needs are met before we worry about prioritizing development. I understand some teams may take a different approach, but we're focusing on now. That's a theme that just continues from this offseason. They've made moves to contend this year. They're not really going to put guys on that taxi squad. They're not going to bring people to Mason or something like that that they don't think can help them now. And that's something that comes from Hunter Green's rehab. They're still not sure if he's 100%. They can always add him to the taxi squad later this year if they can you know be satisfied with his rehab and where he is health wise because you could you know theoretically you could get a dude with a really awesome fastball and a pretty decent slider and maybe slide him into the bullpen or something I, I I don't know what that would look like right now though with Hunter Green's health I mean we're talking about a dude who's coming back from Tommy John a very young player who's still in his development stage hasn't pitched above high A and so we're not exactly looking at somebody who is, you know, what I would say ready. I, I would say Nick Lodolo is more ready than Hunter Green right now, if, if you ask me that, and then probably a couple of other pitchers as well. And then on Derek Dietrich's side, this, this part is interesting to me because he does still remain under contract, and we all thought, just talking about the whole designated hitter situation now with the Reds, that Derek Dietrich would be an interesting dude to have on the bench, if nothing else, just to have a bat. You know, maybe if you wanted to do a pinch hitter, you had to do a defensive substitution late in the game, and then that guy comes up in the lineup, then you could slide Dietrich back in to get you a run or two if you needed it, because he's still got that pop. And I know people are being like, oh, well, his batting average was so terrible. It makes sense why he's not on the roster. He only had that good month and all that other stuff. He's still got the ability to go yard for you, and I think you want upside. The only thing is, one of the guys who are going to be one of the guys who's going to be at Great American Ballpark, that I, I, I'm not sure that he's actually going to be on this team whenever the season starts, is Matt Davidson. I, I don't necessarily know what the Reds get out of him that they don't have already with Derek Dietrich. I know that it was said whenever he was signed to a minor league contract that he's a two-way player, but he rarely pitches. He's more of a home run hitter. He's got pop. Maybe they like him a little bit more than Dietrich. He is younger than Dietrich. 
but I, I'm not sure where the dynamic fits there. Maybe they're just holding on to him. They do have Alex Blandino at Great American Ballpark. That's insurance on the shortstop side. I know we like to talk a lot about how we love Kyle Farmer and stuff, the fact that he can move around the diamond, but I definitely uh, I hope they're not leaning on him to be the primary backup shortstop. On the pitching side, a couple of guys that are going to Great American that is uh, – that. Um, it is exciting to me. Number one, Sal Romano. I'm happy to see that he's going to be, at least in the big league camp to start, that 35-man camp there, as well as Nate Jones and Tyler Thornburg, both non-roster invitees that we're hoping can prove that they're healthy because healthy Nate Jones is a very decent reliever. And Tyler Thornburg, though, it has been a few years since he's been completely healthy. He is also a good reliever as well. We're, we're going to break down the Mason camp or the uh, Prasco Park camp, as it was called by the Reds, here in just a minute. Also, a fun tidbit of today in Reds history. But first, have you guys tried Built Bar yet? Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and it really does taste that good. They've got so many different flavors that you can try, and it's healthy for you too. If you're like me, I, I, I like to try at least to do Weight Watchers and try to lose a few pounds here and there. And Weight Watchers does that whole point system. Three points for a Built Bar. Great snack for you at any time of day. And as our buddy Risto down in Jacksonville always says, very nice uh, kind of filler. If you want to stay full for a longer amount of time, just eat you a Built Bar. Tastes great and it's healthy for you too. They've got great flavors over at BuiltBar.com, and now you can enter the promo code Locked On to get $10 off your first order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at BuiltBar.com for $10 off your first order for the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Also, for your next project on your car, if you're looking to do some work yourself or if you just don't trust that price quote that you got from your mechanic, check out rockauto.com. They've got all the parts your car will ever need. Check out their drop-down list on the left side. You find your make, you find your model, you find your year, your specs, all of that good stuff. Then they have a drop-down list of parts. Maybe there's a couple of parts you didn't know you needed that are really good price because that happens quite a bit. They're very reasonable when it comes to prices. Look, when you go to the brick-and-mortar shops, they're going to have these different prices based on whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or you're a commercial mechanic. Rock Auto doesn't do that. They've got one one price for the part, and it's the cheapest price you're going to find. So check out rockauto.com. Whenever you're in the checkout section in the how-did-you-hear-about-a-sec-uh, space type in locked on let them know that jeff sent you i've used rock auto in the past whenever it comes to like a headlight a brake pad something like that they are absolutely reliable great service and like they always say all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com all right so looking at the prasco park group an interesting thing that I was looking at between Great American Ballpark and Prasco Park. At Great American, you have Mark Payton. Now, Mark Payton is a Rule 5 pick by the Reds, so he has to be on the active roster all year, or the Reds have to offer him backup to the Oakland Athletics uh, in a trade. So they are still going to see what they've got out of him, which kicks Aristides Aquino 
to Mason. Now, we already knew that coming into this season, Aquino was going to have an uphill battle to get to the majors early on. He was going to start in AAA, work on his swing, get a little bit more consistency in his uh, batting. But when it comes to this news, I'm not that surprised about him. And that's something that's interesting to me as well, is that there wasn't a whole lot of people who were surprised on social media that he wasn't included in the Great American group. Like it's interesting enough with the designated hitter, I figured maybe they slide Aquino in there every so often, but I don't think they're looking at him as an everyday guy. If you think about it this way, when we look at Aquino in a vacuum, we're like, okay, well, he can get some more playing time. But look at the rest of this roster. The outfield is made up of Jesse Winker and Philip Irvin in left field, Shogo and Senzel in center, and Shogo and Castellanos in right. Whenever you add in the designated hitter, that opens up a lot more playing time for Shogo, who they said they want to pretty much get everyday playing time. They just didn't necessarily pin him down to center field. So you probably have Senzel a lot more in center field. You have Shogo a lot more in right field, and you have Castellanos a lot more as the designated hitter. Still doesn't really open up that much playing time for Aristides Aquino. Maybe he spells Shogo every so often in there. And you've still got the great matchups in left field between Irvin and Winker. So I think the the outfield's pretty set. One of the reasons that they like Mark Payton, one of the reasons they picked him in the Rule 5 draft, because everybody keeps saying, well, why is Mark Payton still around? He can play center field. He's got a decent glove, and he's got a pretty okay bat. I, I still don't know what we're going to get out of him, but I know this. Rule 5 draftees tend to be interesting because I never count them out thanks to Jared Hughes. We all remember Jared Hughes, pretty decent reliever for the Reds, you know, about 10 years ago or so. So I look at Mark Payton, and I'm curious. I want to see more out of him, but I also want to see Aquino develop more. He is in an interesting group of players in Prasco Park. When you look at the outfielders, they have Aquino, Jankowski, and Shebler, who are currently on the roster. And then you have Stuart Fairchild and Boog Powell are the guys who are in the outfield. When it comes to the players who are here, we talked about Derek Dietrich and Hunter Green being left off. Uh, a couple of the other guys who aren't here, Blake Truha, he actually retired. He, he's not with the team anymore. Chris O'Kee was left off as well. There were 61 players that went to Goodyear for spring training. There are 57 players now on the roster. There's, there's no one who wasn't... Uh, let's think of a better way to say that. There, the people that are currently on the roster right now were the people who were in Arizona, minus those four guys. So it's not as if we've got any new faces here right now. There, there is a thought that maybe the Reds left three spots open to go and add somebody. We'll see what teams do whenever it comes to cutting players at the end of camp. There's going to be a lot of moving parts with this if you think about it, because not only are we looking at are guys good enough to help their teams right now? And this is this goes for all of Major League Baseball, not just the Reds. Are they good enough to help the Reds in a season? But are they ready? Because we're talking about a weird time. This, this isn't spring training anymore. It's like summer training or training camp or whatever you want to call it. It's weird. It's a weird timing to get the team ready. They've really only got about three weeks to get up and running. So not only are we talking about ability, but we're also talking about availability. Who's going to be ready to go? I, I was reading something the other day talking about the rotation, what that's going to look like. I think we know what it is. The order will be interesting. And that is another thing that they hit on is 
what starting pitchers are ready to go right away. So I st- I'm still penciling in Luis Castillo as our 2020 opening day starter, quote unquote. But I think that there could be some interesting factors in there. Is he ready to go? Is Sonny Gray more ready to go? They'll know all that as camp unfolds. And that's going to begin on July 3rd. Everyone's showing up July 1st. They're going to get tested and they're going to make sure that everything's good to go with those guys. And then they'll get rocking and rolling on July 3rd with that. Real quick, and I love this because you guys know me. You know I love baseball history. And looking back on today in Reds history, we're going back to 1916. The Reds just beat the Cubs 9-6. to That's not necessarily the big part here. During the game, there were no home runs and there were no foul balls, which landed in the stands. They played an entire game, a 9-6 to game, not even a one to nothing like no-hit game, a 9-6 to win over the Cubs. They played with one baseball. It's not going to happen this year. That's part of the rules is that if a ball is put in play, for all intents and purposes, it's taken out so that it can be sanitized. And then I think there's something like five days have to go by or something like that before that ball gets used again. So imagine we've got Shogo leading off in opening day 2020 against whoever the Reds are playing. They haven't released the schedule yet. Supposedly that's not going to come out for another week as teams are kind of being quiet. They're quietly monitoring all of the different states that have had a resurgence in COVID-19 cases. But when it comes to opening day, Shogo is leading off and he gets a hit. His first ever hit is a Red. The first ever hit by a Japanese-born player in a Cincinnati Reds uniform. That ball will then be removed from play and sanitized and set aside for like five days. Chances are they'll probably, after that five days, put it in the Reds Hall of Fame. But that's just to be said that if a ball is put in play, it's going to be removed for five days. So we're not going to see this statistical oddity that back in 1916, the Reds and Cubs played a 15-run game with one ball. I love baseball history. Love it so much. That's going to do it, though, for today's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed on all the many platforms out there. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr and at Locked on Reds on all the social media platforms. Well, the big three anyway, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to break down some of the Vegas stuff just for fun. If you want to throw a couple of bones on the Reds, look at that and uh, talk a little bit more about what we can expect the Reds to be doing. This this week, at some point, we're going to look at the period in time that we're going to have the season and how the Reds fared during that time. So, like, you know, the end of July to the end of September, how the Reds looked last season and break down some individual performances as well. Also, in a couple of days, special guest Ken Brew will join me on the podcast. I'm very much looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a really awesome episode, but that's going to do it for us here today. Now tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.